hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back. We are here after our couple weeks off. Here, so excited to start season four, episode one with you on the Ben versus Noel of Felicity podcast. I'm Brianna. Hi, I'm Kristen. Wow. <sighs> that was a mouthful. Get to the point. What do you mean? That was really good. Okay. Whew. I just like after our big long hiatus, I didn't want to screw it up and have to start the intro over. For Glad sure. To see I still got it. Right. Congratulations. Thank you. How was the break? Did it feel like it went fast? Not fast enough? Just right? It felt just right. Felt just right. How about you? Me too. I am a little, not like nervous to get back into it, but I found myself a little antsy in a good way, not a bad way. Yeah, I'm excited to get back into it. And then I'm kind of like, gosh, like what's this, next? This is the last season. I mean, this has been consuming the last year and a half of our life when you think about it like that <laughs> well almost the last year and a half but um, right yeah I know I mean even our brother who doesn't even listen to this podcast asked what was next so right. we'll have to give it some thought have to give it some thought you know who the break probably wasn't long enough for Mark but that's correct okay. the last couple weekends like on Saturday night he'll be like I don't have to edit tomorrow but yeah I uh I wanted to ask you, since this episode, entitled The Declaration, starts off, you know, summertime. One would maybe think this is the best summer of their freaking lives by how much fun they're having. Do you have, like, a summer that sticks out in your head as, like, one of the most fun summers you can remember? Yeah, there's a couple that come to mind. Like, when? Are they long ago? Are they not that long ago? Well, the one where Phil and I, my husband Phil and I, both got... Um, laid off from our jobs we worked the same company and we got really nice uh, like compensation packages severances yeah there you go severances (laughs) um, which came in the form of large compensations anyways you didn't get candy bars or anything for your (laughs) so we took like a three-week road trip and then we also got married which we turned into like a 12-day road trip and we went to all these like concerts and we just weren't working I mean we also had you know savings and it was just kind of like okay that was amazing man the summer of your guys's wedding was the summer you guys got laid off huh I didn't remember it being like huh true and then I'm sure there were other ones but that one just comes to mind what about you um well I did give this some thought and at first I'm like I don't like remember anything but the summer leading up to 10th grade I think is one that really sticks out for me only because it was like me and my friend Aidy and our friend and my friend Julie, like all of us, the three of us were just so close and so tight knit. Like every single day we did stuff, like we'd go over to 80s and swim in her pool every day. And like, you just didn't have a care in the world. And that's when summer felt like it lasted forever. And you were young enough, you didn't have any responsibilities yet. Yeah, that's what stuck out for me. I mean, obviously, there's like other fun memories in summers. But I think that was my most carefree summer ever. Yeah, like the summer when Kate W and Amanda B always we were with each other every single day and like Mitch hung out with us too and like Berg probably and like we're just all oh so fun it's like before the drama really like starts in your life kind of you know like before the boys and before the school it's just like you and your like little group of friends against the world for sure okay anyways moving on um yeah this summer looked really fun 
like so much fun. And I just want to say this before I forget, but that yellow swimsuit that she has on when they're on the roof, it's Ralph Lauren. And I remember specifically seeing that swimming suit at Macy's after this season, like, you know, after this aired originally. And I tried it on, but then I didn't buy it because I don't have a body like Felicity does, <laughs> you know, just flat and stick thin. But yeah, it's really cute. And mm-hmm. This whole scene of like her and Noel like in the kitchen with the whipped cream and like, you know, just having so much fun. It really made me wonder when her and Ben like, you know, presumably talked on the phone. What did they talk about? And like, what did he think was going on with Noel? Was he concerned about it? Did he have worries? Did she leave everything out? I don't know. I have, it, it was just a very um, eyebrow raising thing. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts on it. It's for sure. It's very Avery-esque. Like, it's exactly what was happening with Avery. And they're having food fights, going to Yankee games, you know, having this time on this fucking Tar Beach. Like, it leads me to believe because Ben was like, what's Tar Beach? That he had no idea what was going on this summer. Right. But yeah, the big thing when we start this episode is she's talking to Sally, which I should have gone back probably and counted how many episodes it's been since we've heard a Dear Sally. But I want to say it's the first if not like the first couple episodes of season three, since we've heard a dear Sally, it's just kind of bonkers. Where is Sally? And then all of a sudden it's like, they're talking on the phone. Like I called you back, but your voicemail answered. I, I miss the Sally content. So it was nice to, nice to get a little flashback of that, but that's pretty on course on par for the first episodes of Felicity. Cause we see it in the first, second, third and fourth season in episode one. So got it. There's big moments happening. So we all of a sudden, we start talking about Felicity's dad. He's sending her articles of success stories of people she grew up with and what they're doing. They're in school. They're graduated. They're doing whatever jobs. I have no idea. So all of a sudden, her dad's back in her life, and he's pounding her about kind of her future. And she's panicking a little bit. Apparently, Noel hasn't gotten a job yet, and he's just doing some interviews here and there. Um, Javier must have stolen this sunglass things out of the tanning salon (laughs) which I loved then we see Ben comes back early I have a lot of issues so it's been so long since we've seen or heard from Felicity's dad and all of a sudden he's just like sending her these clippings of successful young like med school grads right and I'm just like trying to think back of what my reaction would have been if our parents would have done this to like you or me, I mean, more so probably you than me, because what did I, what was I doing with my life when I was this age? But what a dick move. It's oh. so rude. It's so uncalled for. You see Felicity as this person who doesn't really seem like she takes a lot of risks. She doesn't really do things wrong. She's pretty like by the book. I mean, what did Megan call her in season one? Like, hush puppy wearing like spore basically and that's just like how she is not in like a bad way and it's just so outrageous that her dad is being like this like you would think she's like dropped out of college and was working at like a coffee shop and like pierced her nose or something and he was having this sort of reaction it's just so it was just really sad to see like this all of this unfolds and like push her over the edge but it's also totally makes sense like this is something I can see her dad doing and he does it I mean that's true like what does she expect from her parents I guess I mean this is you know if we're going to talk about how Felicity is so this way and she always has been I mean I guess so with her parents you know her dad's never been the uh 
understanding about her art life type of guy. Right. But you just really like, even in these first few minutes, you really just see the fact that her and Noel are going through these two kind of like similar paths together, but that both of them have been leaning on each other. You know, Noel's like you mentioned, Noel's having a tough time getting a job. Felicity is dealing this with this crap with her dad and we find out about the honors art program. So they're both just like besties and like super close throughout this summer. And like when Ben comes back, there's almost like this look of not disappointment, but just like, oh, life, you know, like reality just kind of like really sets in. Yeah. Ben walks in and kind of like interrupts Felicity and Noel. They're getting ready to go up to the roof and she like looks happy to see him. But as a viewer, I felt like it interrupted like my viewing of this on the edge friendship turning almost into romance. Like when she went into Noel's room in the middle of the night, it's just, it made me want to see her with Noel. This episode, I think it's designed to do that because Ben is so mean to her and she's not mean to him, but not taking him into consideration. So anyways, we'll get into that. But, um, but yeah, she truly looks happy to see Ben. You know, they are in the bedroom. They are talking and they're being intimate. And then Noel knocks and her dad's on the phone and he's like in New York. So there's that. And Ben like drops the bomb of all bombs. <laughs> right. <laughs> like he's realized he does not want to be an EMT, but what does he want to do? Just, you know, he thinks maybe he wants to be a doctor. Cool. Because, you know, yeah, why not? He drops that bomb and then immediately Felicity's dad is in town. She speaks to him and he like makes her feel like crap and they're going to meet for dinner. And Ben's like, you got into the honors program? And she's like, well, no, not technically. So she's like lying to her dad. She said something to Ben when they're like in his room and it's like, I, when you said you didn't want to be an EMT anymore, I was relieved. And it's, I can totally empathize with this because she doesn't want to be the only one flailing. And then when he drops that bomb, it's just, I feel like it's just like a, another step apart for them, like unknowingly. So yeah, her dad's in town and she kind of has to start scrambling because, oh, I told him I already got into this honors art program. I haven't even showed him my stuff. So she's just balancing a lot of what is that saying balancing a lot of things right now juggling a lot of balls yeah yeah juggling a lot of balls (laughs) but so I have to ask you this because you actually went through the like typical college so when you started your senior year like did you feel like panicked like this no I don't I don't know anybody that did so that's why this is one of those tv portrayals I feel that or it just it's unrealistic because none of my friends knew. I don't I don't know. I mean, half yeah. my friends ended up going to grad school years later. It's like I don't know. No, Got I didn't it. feel panicked. Got it. And maybe this just feels a little bit outlandish because like basically all of season three we barely saw her in any classes at all. And now it just seems like she's really I don't want to say struggling with art, but she's yeah, I don't know, she's panicked. She's just like seems very frazzled with her life currently. <laughs> And so she goes and meets with her dad, and it's just a goddamn disaster. It is. First, I want to say, so she tries to go to see Cavalli, and, like, he's on the phone, so whatever. Yeah, Cavallo. Who's Cavalli? Were you trying to think of, like, Roberto Cavalli right there? No, but probably. Um, (laughs) I'm such a fashionista. (laughs) Um, Jeremy Cavallo, ever heard of him? So she goes to see him first. 
And he's like on the phone. She's kind of runs off because he's being a dick or he's like, what? You know? And then she meets Noel at the Epstein bar and asks Noel to go with to see her dad. I'm like, what are you doing? And then they're like leaning their heads on each other. I'm like, this is inappropriate. And, and then she goes to her apartment and her dad is there and talking to Ben and Ben says he's going to be pretty mad and Felicity's annoyed that he said that. And then they leave for dinner. Two, okay. So she definitely like turns around as she's walking away with her dad and Ben like mouse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but in this moment right now, Ben shouldn't have to apologize for that because Felicity hasn't let him in really at all. We're led to believe on like her struggles, like what's really going on with her dad, what he's been like sending her. Just Ben is oblivious basically to all of this stuff. So like, why wouldn't he tell Mr. Porter about this? I mean, if you're Ben, you're like ecstatic that you have some good news for once, that you're finally the boyfriend that has some direction in his life. But now you kind of have to like, be quiet as to not you know fuel the fire with felicity and her dad fighting and p.s love ben's hair oh my god ben looks like good like he is looking and acting like a grown-up for the first part of the episode noel's haircut's good too ben obviously wins the haircut thing but like everybody really just like looks put together this season felicity's hair is grown out it's like normal now you know noel isn't wearing like the button down like bowling shorts that are three sizes too big for him Elena's got a cute little, like, her little flippy thing going on. Super cute. Good job, everybody. Bravo. You're right. Dinner is a disaster. Her dad, in, like, the very, before they even, like, order. Drinks, even. Tells her he is not comfortable supplementing this lifestyle, like, monetarily or whatever. Like, he does not want to give money. And that she's, like, wasted the last three years of her life. Yes. And she is, like, aghast. So she goes and, like, calls Noel on the stupid payphone. <laughs> and he, like, like amps her up. And she goes back to the table. And she leaves his dinner basically saying, fine, I don't need you. I'm, like, done with this. Now she's on her own. And I can't relate with this in any sort of fashion. Like, what it's like to have your parents pay for college and then all of a sudden be stopping. <laughs> Seems like it's probably really difficult. But I guess... I'm thinking of somebody I know that's in college right now. And it's like, our cousin Allie is pre-med right now. And I guess I'm trying to think of like what Greg and Debbie's reaction would be if she all of a sudden was like, you know, I'm going to do art now. Like, would they be disappointed? Would they try to talk her out of it? I don't know. But these are just the types of people that Felicity and her father are. They just can't understand. There's some sort of whatever. So she leaves. She runs off goes to the financial aid office and like gets all the forms for her loan. And she's like kind of feeling like empowered. Right. Yeah. It's great paying for things yourself. It's so much fun. Yeah. And so my guess, my guess is she's getting forms. So she's not under her parents, like, cause they financial aid bases off your parents income. And so this leads me to believe it's off. Of, it won't be, they have to sign these forms and whatever. So like she's not a dependent. Exactly. Anymore. So this high that she's on right now, it really comes crashing down because, you know, it's back. Her and Noel are like on these same highs. Noel had this really great interview after a lot of not great interviews. Felicity is like getting her financial independence. So they're both just like amped up, amped up. And like, there's no way you're not going to get into this class. There's no way you're not going to get this job. And then it all comes to a screeching halt. But before that happens, we see Ben meet with his guidance counselor who, I don't know if you remember this, but he was the male guy in season one. Seems like he's gotten the promotion to guidance counselor. Okay, yep. 
Um, but yeah, Ben's I really, checking to see if it's funny. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, anyways, sorry. But yeah, Ben's just checking it out to see if we can get him pre-med. And uh, this guidance counselor delivers one of the funniest lines of the episode. Look, sir, I know I'm not the strongest student. Mr. Covington, you're looking to take 18 credits. Yeah, I know that. And 14 is the norm. Yes, I know that. Well, your grades, and I'm not trying to bring you down here, your grades indicate that taking 18 credits could possibly kill you. Wait a second. I'm the one that's willing to give it a try here. So what do you care if I give it a shot? You should be thanking me. It is beyond unlikely, Mr. Covington, that you'll be able to do this. Now, do what many people do. Do what my son did. And take a fifth year. I'm going to have to do that anyway if I'm going to make pre-med. Look, sir, I'm going to be honest here. When I got here, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Now I do. 18 credits might kill you. Sure. What was Ben thinking was going to happen when he went to talk to his guidance counselor? Just food for thought. Yeah. Yeah, high five, Mr. Covington. You're just, you know, med school seems like a really good path for him. You got to think he's like a pretty straight C student. Right. I mean, I don't know why he needs this guy's permission anyways, but whatever. Um, Well, and it's like, from what I can recall, 18 credits, BFD. Didn't you take like 25 credits or something? I don't recall. Neither. But like, it's really not that hard to even take like 22 credits. I mean, granted, if you're going from, you know, general classes to pre-med classes, that's a lot more difficult, but. I think 15 is like the norm. 15 is the norm. Have you ever taken more than 15 credits though? Yeah, and I dropped out of the the extra classes. What was the extra class? I was trying to like squeeze in another like German class at the time. Okay. But I guess my thinking is if you're Ben and you're going to pre-med, so he's basically taking one extra class. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't seem like, and he only has to take one extra year. I don't know. There's some. Uh, well, I mean, if he's, he's probably got a lot of his like general rec- requisites done, but he needs like the pre-med one. So yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Um, <laughs> the guidance counselor basically tells him if you can pass this what does he call placement it? Placement Sure. Then you can take it. So he ends up passing that. We also see Felicity work up the guts to go give her work to Cavallo. And then we see her and Noel. They're like very celebratory. And she goes into Dina DeLuca because she had been waiting at the financial aid office. And she's late by an hour. Ben is super pissed because he, he has got to- his first OCAM class. Yes. Which... He goes and the door is locked. He's super late. And the professor's like, you're not coming in here. And if you miss more than two, you're dropped from the class. We have a quiz on this lecture tomorrow and you need to get the notes online. I was never late for a class. I don't like, I'm just not a late person, but if I was, I'm trying to think if I like went to open the door and it was locked, if I would knock, I probably wouldn't because I'd probably die of embarrassment or like just be too anxious. But Mark made a good point when we were watching this episode. He's like, the fucking pain to be in your class, man. <laughs> he true. didn't say it like that. But uh, but I guess true. med school's serious. You know? Yeah. So yeah, Ben is super fucking pissed. And then we have the little, uh, everybody gets on the same level of being like disappointed. Felicity goes back to me with Cavallo. It's and not ready, her, but yet her fucking dad her is there. Her dad's there. Oh my gosh. Like, what? What is he doing there? Was it? second season that he like 
showed up at her class too or like called the school to try to get get into that one art class that was full like hey mr porter like campuses aren't small okay only at uny is small (laughs) imagine like mom or dad trying to find like one of my buildings on the university of minnesota campus that has three different campuses in the twin cities okay like east and west and then the st paul campus i mean but he just knows where to go great congrats yeah, it's just, you're absolutely right. In one way, her, like, little white lie is kind of done because now he, you know, her dad knows she's not in this class yet. And she has to go back because Cavallo hasn't looked at her stuff yet. And she gives her dad the forms for her financial independence. And he's just like, we got to have my financial guy look these over. And she's just, like, very short, like, whatever you got to do. And then she just leaves. And then when she goes back... This is so, oh my God, it's just so embarrassing to watch this and hard, but like the Professor Cavallo basically tells her to take this art class that she's already taken and she just doesn't get in. Yeah, he's like basically telling her to go back and take like the beginning classes or something like that and she doesn't get in and so she's, like this is a really hard scene to watch is when she goes to the loft and she's super upset and you can tell she's like trying to hold back tears and she's, Ben is in there and he's so mad. This is when I start to like get frustrated with Ben again because they can't get the printer to work. And she is about to tell him about Cavallo and he's super mean to her and super short with her because he thinks it's her fault that he missed the class. Now he can get the printer to work and she can't get it to work either. Ugh. Yes, she was late. She wasn't late on purpose. Hey man, we've all been to the fucking financial aid office. It's a goddamn disaster, okay? You would think as a human being as a boyfriend, as a person, as soon as Ben looked up and like saw her face, he would have sort of backpedaled. But then I'm thinking like, I don't even think he looked up and like looked at her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she kind of swallows her like emotions and does try to help him. And then after his two word sentences figures out that he's mad at her for being late and she tries to apologize. And he's just like, I don't think you have any idea how hard this year is going to be for me. And I think that statement is so self-involved and just rude and just kind of plain mean. Like nothing else matters except what Ben is going through right now. But on the flip side, Ben has no idea what Felicity's going through because the only person it seems that she's confided in this entire summer is Noel. So yes, Ben is a huge dick in this scene, but like, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, but it's really hard scene to watch because it was just really sad. And like, seriously, Ben, like you're going to make this choice and then you're, and then we're going to have to like, listen to you bitch about it all year. How hard it is, how busy you are, like own it, own the choice and just work towards it. All of a sudden now it's like, oh, the printer. Oh my gosh. I was late. Oh my gosh. It's like the domino effect of Ben. Like, and it's just annoying. It's like, go to the library and print off your paper. Problem solve this. But instead, he's going to go play basketball because, of course, he is. Hey, Ben, why don't you go break Sean's nose again? You know? Good Lord. And so Felicity goes up to the roof and Noel goes up to the roof. And they're both just, like, so sad. And you can see this coming from a mile away. Like, as soon as, you know, they got the head resting thing going on. And as soon as he, like, kisses her forehead, you're just like, Fuck. And then they just start kissing and, you know, assuming they, like, get it on. I want to hate this and I want to be mad. But, like, everything else aside, the moral 
badness of it, the cheating aspects, all of that aside, if you're just looking at somebody who's a fan of Noel and Felicity, like this is the moment you've been waiting for, Mm -hmm. right? Like finally, oh my God, they're not drunk. They're not just getting out of a relationship. I mean, because Felicity's still in a relationship, but it's, you know, this is what you're rooting for. And so I think there has to be people that are happy about this and people that are angry about this. If you're team Ben, you're pissed. If you're team Noel, it's like, yes. Right. But it was like kind of a, like a sweet moment between them up on the roof. And like, they're kind of all each other have right now because nobody else knows what either of them are going through. Right. And that's kind of where we leave it with the love triangle. At some point, (laughs) at some point we see her dad come back and he gives her the papers and he asks her, she got into the honors program and she lies and says yes and he, they hug it out and he leaves so i i would have lied too yeah and i'm sure i have lied about things like this to parents because you like you know you're choosing the hill to like die on right and it's like i can't have my parents be right i can't have my dad be right so yeah i'm going to just fucking go for it and i'm going to lie because i don't want to see the the like disappointment and the i was right look on their face so I guess I agree with – I don't agree with her line. I just – I would have done the same thing. Yeah. So should we hit some other storylines? Yeah. Okay. Well, Elena's getting married, which this whole storyline is kind of annoying, but Javier had the episode. He's like her wedding planner. Um, Interesting choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't really have a lot to say about this, except she's being super anal, and we don't find out until the end it's because – she wants a dress that's going to look just like her mom's wedding dress and her mom's dead. This is an interesting episode to watch right now. It was a kind of, maybe I should go watch this whenever I think I'm being like too overly thinking about wedding stuff because I was watching this and I was like, oh, this is what like a bridezilla looks like. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, you think that, but then you realize it's her dead mom's like wedding dress that she's trying to kind of recreate. And it's like, oh, that's sweet. But still, does she need to be such like an asshole about this? I don't know. Yeah. And like my thought was like, is Javier getting paid for this? I mean, because she's really coming down on him. I just like Javier has so many good like one-liners throughout this entire episode with Elena. You know, she, she's like Rumpelstiltskin. And, just, and then he's like, like who's, who's Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> He's like, go put your chill pill on. I mean, it's uh, we get some great, great Javier moments in here. But, like, where's Tracy? Right. Do we ever see him again? We do see him again. Yes. It's just weird that he, like, wasn't in this episode. That's really it. I mean, the only other people we see in this episode are Sean and Megan. So I guess they all have the same apartment again. Yeah. And, like, the little Megan and Sean time we had, I enjoyed it. They were like flying back or driving back from wherever they were. And they played the little like, if you could like have sex with anybody, you know, assuming it's going to be a celebrity, who would it be? And he says like Elizabeth Hurley. And she says Tracy, which is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) You could have sex with Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then my other favorite part was when he's eating the wedding cake. All I could think of in this moment watching Sean with the biggest piece of cake I've ever seen is like if I like if Mark and I were having a wedding cake and I came downstairs, the Sean would be Carlson in that situation. Just like no, just no thought given whatsoever. I knew it was a wedding cake. I didn't know it was the wedding cake. Right. 
there's a bride and groom on top. <laughs> and then the look on Megan's face, she just kind of like cracks up. It was pretty funny. And like, how ugly are those bridesmaids dresses? Super ugly. Oh, yeah. That's really all the Megan and Sean we get. So it's just a really heavy love triangle episode, which I mean, as it should be, I guess. Yeah. It's hard to imagine how difficult it would be to be away from, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend when you're this age, because you got to think back to 2000. I think we're in 2000. uh, Hold on. Let me see. October 10th of 2001. So we're nearing the end of 2001. There was no FaceTime. Clearly, really not even like cell phones were a thing, a big thing yet. And so you're just calling on the phone whenever you can. You can't like actually see them. And I don't know where I'm going with that, but difficult. Yeah, no, for sure. It's like long distance relationship and you don't have text. You don't have FaceTime. You have to do long distance calling and and pay for it. You might not recall that, but I was a long distance relationship in college and it was tough. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I remember. Um, should we, uh, yeah, Mark's corner. Yeah, Mark's corner. Do it up. I'm coming in. <gasps> so, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, season four. All right, let's do it. Let's get this <laughs> over with. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, I think my biggest like of the episode was the opening scene and Brie had already mentioned kind of like the, they're sitting up on the roof. It's the dog days of summer. It really illustrated kind of like the innocence of summer and the freedom of summer. And like Bree said, it's just when she sees Ben for the first time, it just kind of hits her that, oh, life is back. I have to get my shit in order. But um, it kind of leads me into my dislike, which was kind of the very next scene after that summer, uh, or summer on the rooftop, scene on the rooftop. Um, well, first of all, nice shades, Felicity. Christ. <sighs> it's the early 2000s. Those were all the fucking rage. Brittany had on. I know. Justin had on. Justin. At the same time, even. Tim Roy, you know? Of course. Yeah, remember the, Thanks, Brie. The, the matching denim. Yeah. Everybody always remembers that. Iconic. All right. Anyways, the, the next scene was Felicity knocking on Noel's door. Are you awake? Are oh. you awake? <laughs> oh well yeah i am now jesus fucking christ what do you need little girl you and have another like, nightmare and jesus like, oh i'm sorry i'll let you go back to sleep yeah, no bitch like, you've already woken me up like what the fuck do you want yeah no he wakes up and she says forget it like you just like you just said that but you just woke him up like i would have that right now too it's like the definition of vague booking but in real life you know pre-facebook <sighs> um my unpopular opinion um well i had one and i didn't write it down because it was towards the end of the episode I might have to come back to that one. Uh, on the set, I noticed that Ben took down Felicity's drawing above oh. his bed. Yeah. It's John Lennon now, right? It, yeah, it was Beatles? the Beatles, yep. Deep. You know, cla- Deep. Yeah, classic <laughs> college. Uh, but I was wondering, maybe she put it in her portfolio to show to the professor. Maybe. Good. <laughs> um, unpopular. What was it? Do you want me to ask you a question while you're thinking about that? Sure. Can you remember a summer that sticks out as like one of your most fun summers? Um... I think the summer when I was 14, I uh, went and lived up in my cabin for the summer and got a job up there at the grocery store. And uh, oh, I must have been 15 because I, I was get, doing driving for my permit. So I'm behind the wheel stuff. Like by yourself? Oh, my mom and I moved up there for the summer and it was it was kind of nice to just like get away from the family because, you know, being the youngest of three, I never really got that much attention. So it was kind of fun. We did a lot of little adventures and we'd throw the Frisbee around. I was really into Frisbee back then, I guess. <laughs> we'd like experiment and when it was like too hot in the cabin, we would cook like chicken nuggets in the gr- on the grill, which was bad. Don't ever do that. 
they get too smoky. It's weird. Is this, is that more detail <laughs> than you're looking for? <laughs> You ever, you ever uh, other, try them in a crock pot? Uh, no. Oh. Crock pot lets up too much heat when it's hot in the cabin. <laughs> uh, either that or my summer after senior year, which was trip to Germany and um, first real relationship of mine. Oh. Which wasn't. Was she German? I think it was Jackie, and she was like, my best, my best friend. Hey, man. You, you were, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were a little distracted with your own things. Guten Tag, am I right? <laughs> yeah, good one. Thanks. <laughs> hey. What was? Oh my God! Did you just hail? She's Heil Hitler. <laughs> he went, hey. Yeah, but you put your hand up. Heil Hitler is that way, right? I don't know. You fucking Nazi. You God, I wish you guys could all see this. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I can't remember my unpopular. Maybe it was that Heil Hitler from Brie right there. Uh, that's it. Nice seeing you again. Yep. Welcome back, listeners. Awesome. Thank you. I mean, one time our aunt had Thanksgiving or Christmas and she made chicken nuggets in the crock pot. That's why I asked that. I thought you would get that reference. Who the fuck made chicken nuggets in the crock pot? Cindy. I do not remember that. I wasn't there. I just heard about it. Oh, okay. Um, Mark's story about the cabin with his mom leads me to believe he didn't have a lot of bread. No, it's like Mark was always... Like, even after we graduated, but, like, that's for sure in the summer. It's like, I can't do anything. I'm going to my cabin this weekend. He was up at his fucking cabin every single week. Okay, makes like sense. what they did. Makes and sense. Now, and now, you like to go up there? You enjoy it, too? Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, when we were younger, like, it was hard to get you to do stuff because you were always up at your cabin. Because Tom, I thought maybe he didn't have any friends. Oh, yeah. Kristen thought maybe he didn't have any friends. That's right. Well, said. there was that. Oh. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Um. Right, so... Favorite scene and the least favorite scene. I'm gonna go favorite scene. Sean eating the cake. <laughs> least favorite that printer scene. Oofta. I agree with that. Is probably my least favorite scene. Also, um, my favorite scene. I really just like the three, like Felicity, Noel, and Javier on the roof. Just you know, just kind of having the best summer ever. Right. Who are you picking? Noel or <laughs> I know. Right. This episode is Team Noel all the way. Me too. I don't even think we should really have to explain it. Ben does nothing in this episode that is, like, positive. Well, I feel like he was really positive up until the printer. Felicity was late. And then he just became typical. I guess I just need some more clarity, which maybe we'll get in these next couple episodes. But it's like, is he trying to be there for Felicity? Or are they both just, like, kind of just distant and, you know, not really knowing what's going on in each other's lives? I don't know. But we'll find out some more information next week when we get to episode two, which is entitled uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. Right. Well, I think that leads us into our first lifestyle categories of season four. Nice. Nice. Thank God we'll actually actually have some content after our two weeks away. Right. Um, What have we been watching over this break? Wait, you you forgot forgot food news. Oh, God, sorry. I was so excited because I I made sure to write all of my shows down so I didn't forget. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I'm going to be completely honest and just save everybody from me trying to think of food news. I We don't really have any food news. We haven't really tried any new dishes. Nothing out of the ordinary. Got it. I know. What's super weird is, like, I don't have a lot of food news either. Um, we've been really, like, basic. I We went out to dinner for the first time because we we're both fully Woo-woo. we're both fully vaxxed. And so we went out of town last weekend, and we went out to dinner for the first time with our my sister-in-law and her husband and it was just joyous 
I mean, can you believe you haven't been in a restaurant for the last, like, year and a half? Like, yeah, like, over a year. That's so crazy. And the food was decent. And we are also going out to dinner tonight with our neighbors. That's basically, yeah, the only food news. I have not been doing a lot of baking because we have no freezer space. And and because you guys have been redoing your kitchen. I've been redoing our kitchen, which it's coming along. So, anyways, moving on. TV. <laughs> okay. I won't talk too much in depth about these shows, but I've been doing really good at watching things. Um, Good Girls, we are caught up on Good Girls. And I will say about that show, Mark and I, after, you know, a couple of certain episodes in season three, we had to take a break from Good Girls because it was just getting a little wonky, but it's really turned around and gotten good, you know, again. Um, we watched a documentary on Hulu called Tiny Shoulders. It's about Barbies. Really good. The Nickelodeon documentary on Hulu was really good. Um, Top Chef is back. Parenthood, we're still plugging through. Mark is like obsessed with Parenthood and really likes it, which is oh, kind of he's great. never he's never seen it. No, awesome, great I think, show. I think he's just like caught a couple episodes here and there. Um, we went through a big Property Brothers kick for a while. Ugh. Yeah. Um, we watched this Rock the Block on HGTV. And then we're kind of back in on watching old episodes or old seasons of Survivor. Nice. Biggest TV news. Fucking Handmaid's Tale is back. Woo woo! If, I, if none of you don't realize, Brianna loves Handmaid's Tale. She rewatches it. It's like such a depressing show, but she loves watching it. That's my motto. I only watch like depressing shows. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't. So they released the first three episodes actually early on Tuesday, which shouldn't become come as too much of a surprise because they always release three episodes at once but they did it a day earlier um and I have only watched the first two and um I can't wait for you to watch them because I really have some questions I need to ask you but I'll wait until next week yeah that's been our big big tv news it's been a we've been doing pretty good nice what about you so still making our way through entourage and you know it's good it it is a problematic show it's extremely misogynistic and like degrading to women but that said it's pretty funny um succession we're still trucking through uh yeah top chef is back very exciting i really like the season so far i think it's like a great group of chefs i have a question for you about top yeah. chef i was uh talking to mark about this i think after last episode and just all of these chefs are really they help each other out if somebody's you know, loses something, they help him replace it. And do you just remember the first early seasons of Top Chef? They were all such dicks and like wouldn't even like stop to help somebody. So it's like really good to see that I'm hoping this means like the chef mentality in general has changed from being like an egotistical prick to helping out your fellow chefs and like teammates and things like that. So that's been a really like good trend to watch in this show. Yeah. And it's been like that. I feel like since I started watching it again the last maybe like three or four seasons. Agreed. So we tried watching that Barbie documentary, but I didn't like love it. Um, I think that's about it. We um, downloaded a few of like the John Hughes 80s movies with the Brat Pack, you know, Mannequin and Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink and 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. And we tried to watch 16 Candles and I had to turn it off after about five minutes because it was so stupid. And I don't know if this is just par for the course for these 80 movies, but I've already seen Pretty in Pink and Mannequin and love them so much. But if I hadn't seen them and tried to watch them now, would I turn them off? I don't know. But we haven't made any progress on those 80s movies because 
Ugh. Oh my God. I have one more thing about watching. So after the failure of the eighties viewing, I wanted to watch a scary movie and I stumbled across the Blair Witch from 2016. I recommend it. If you're a horror movie fan, I got, I got the chills or I mean, I got the scaries from it. So there you go. Don't even watch the trailer. Just watch it. Awesome. Awesome. Are we going to introduce our new um, category of what we're listening to? Yeah. So this can be anything. It can be a favorite song you're digging right now, a new album, a podcast, anything really. Yeah. So I recently, as I was doing some yard work, discovered the Smart Smartless podcast and the hosts are Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. And the premise of it is they one of them chooses the guest each week and the other two don't know who it is. It's really good. It's so funny. Like even when they pause to do advertisements, it's funny. So a couple highlights have been uh, George Clooney. I did enjoy the uh, Stephen Colbert one, you know, Jennifer Aniston. So it gets some big people on. Um, my new podcast that I've been listening to is the Welcome to the OC Bitches podcast. Oh, which yeah. Which is hosted by Rachel Bilson and Melinda Clark, Summer, and um, Julie Cooper, Nicole Cooper, Atwood. And uh, <laughs> I'm really hesitant about these podcasts. As most of you listeners may remember or may know or you don't, I don't know, but I'm obsessed with The Office. I love that show. It's one of Mark and I's favorite shows. And then when they came out with The Office podcast, I was really excited about it. And I think that podcast is fucking dreadful. So I'm always hesitant when stars of shows start the podcast about shows just because of that. Um, but I did listen to it and I really liked it. Uh, Mark has listened to about half of it. So what we're going to do is stop listening to that podcast and save them for when we come out to Michigan for the honeymoon. Other than that, I have fully decided that the Taylor Swift album, uh, I can't I think of what it's called, Folklore. I really only like the Long Pond Studio version of it. I cannot stop listening to it. Those are my two uh, my two big listens right now. <laughs> nice. I tried to listen. Well, I started to listen to the first episode of the OC podcast, and I liked it. I think like Rachel Bilson needs to get more comfortable with it. Yeah. Because I think she is trying to be something. She's just not as natural as I know she can be. And like the plus from that is I thought Melinda Clark was going to be that way like not be somebody that I wanted to listen to but she actually has a very good podcasting voice and I didn't know a lot about Melinda Clark but I she's I don't know she's very interesting to listen to and yeah and I think Rachel Bilson will get more comfortable with it as she does throughout the episode I just love that they make fun of their juicy pink sweatsuits all the time and uh yeah yeah. we actually stopped at a garage sale really quick today and uh (laughs) They had the complete series of the OC for $5. We bought it. Nice. So, yeah. Do you guys have a DVD player? No. Nope. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Oh, how do you feel about uh, big news in Brie and Mayan's world is that the Vanderpump Rules is filming? I'm excited. Me too. And I don't think the season's going to be that good, but I'm still really excited. I think that, I think that I'm going to miss I, – I don't think I'm going to miss – Stassi and Kristen as much as I think I'm going to and I'm really excited that they dropped off a lot of the new people that they tried to introduce us to from TomTom um just a couple clips that I've watched on Instagram have just it's just like falling back with some old friends you know even though if I see 
fucking Sheena pregnant and her ugh, whatever. Yeah, I'm excited for it, but yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how this season goes for sure. For sure. I think that's all I got. I think that's all. Yeah, I mean, I think we both got like major life news, but we can save that for a different week. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, everybody, we're so glad to be back. And those of you that are new to the Ben versus Noel, a Felicity podcast, welcome. Don't forget about our Instagram, you know, Ben versus Noel. And we will be back next week with my best friend's wedding. Until then, have a great week. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.